Welcome to episode 34 of Crave the Book. In today's episode, we're covering chapters 69 through 72 of Tracy Wolf's Crush, and we get into a little bit of spice between Grace and Hudson, not to mention we go into our first encounter with Cyrus and Delilah during the very strange and sudden school uh, meetup with the circle. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get started. Let's do it. This is our our crush the book eggplant edition episode. I, I'm only saying that because Amber has decorated our notes in eggplant <laughs> emojis. Eggplant decoration. <laughs> and I thought that it was because there was a super spicy scene, but it apparently was just in um Recog- it's a vegetable related scenes. Yeah, it's in recognition of the Catmere Academy dress gowns that look like big eggplants. So, do I- you know eggplants as any other name? No. We we call them aubergines. Ew, I don't like that. <laughs> so whenever we read eggplant, our brains only think of the eggplant emoji. Oh. No, they're egg- uh, cuz otherwise in any other in any other scenario, it's an aubergine. In a recipe it's an aubergine. Um, if you were just looking at that color, it would be aubergine color. But <laughs> whenever I read eggplant, my brain immediately goes to the emoji. No, we, we just call it eggplant. <laughs> I'm not even really a fan of it. I've, I've like cooked eggplant. It looks nothing like an egg. It no. tastes nothing like an egg. It's not even the same <laughs> color as an egg. Why is I have... it an eggplant? That sounds like something that needs to be Googled after the... Uh... After the podcast, you may as well may as well call it a dingleberry. The dingleberry, <laughs> the big, the purple peener, purple peener plant. <laughs> Welcome to episode thirty-four. Why guys. is eggplant called an eggplant? <laughs> <laughs> of course, Amber's gonna look it up. Um. So I don't think that we have a lot of spoilers in this episode, but if for any reason you're new here and you're just tuning in because you're like, hey, what what's this cool podcast about this? book series um we will be getting into some spoilery topics probably not a whole lot in this episode but we don't want to ruin the series for you so if you haven't completed the full series up until court i i don't know are there court spoilers in here no i guess there's not no i don't think so so um i have the i have the answer by the way oh go ahead and share your your eggplanty riffic fun fact with the audience Okay, so I've just uploaded an Ew. image of the original eggplant to to our Trello board where we keep all of our notes. They genuinely used to look like eggs hanging from a plant. All right. But then we, we bred them to be more fun colored. <laughs> okay. European European eggplants. <laughs> well, now I'm disturbed for the day, so that's great. If you guys get bored. They look like him. Um, they look like mistletoe, but egg shaped. I was gonna say testicles, but yeah, mistletoe. That 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 too. Miss <laughs> Miss a testicles. Miss, miss a te- <laughs> yeah, that sounds even worse. <laughs> on on that note, Amber, do you want to tell them what sound they need to listen for? <laughs> <laughs> 
Yes. <laughs> uh, the sound, like every other episode, is going to be the wolf howl. You gotta listen out for it because everything before the howl will have been a chapter related note um, or something that we want to discuss about the specific episode. Um, and then everything after will probably be a spoiler and we don't want to ruin your day. So if you hear the howl and you haven't read up to at least covet for this one, yeah, covet, um, then tap out and come back again. We're not going anywhere. We just don't want to ruin anything for you. All right. So first note, Amber, sounds like an episode title to me. Oh, wait, let me scroll up. I was right at the bottom with, with the eggplants. <laughs> She's still chilling uh, with the eggplants. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sleepy, sexy bite times. Sleepy, yeah, they se- seem to be, they seem to be having like, or like pillow talk of teasing each other of like wanting to do naughty things, but not quite having the energy because it's too early in the morning to do anything. So you just kind of tease each other, that kind of, that kind of feeling. And uh, yeah, she's like enjoying the fact he's scraping his fangs across her neck which let's be honest i'm into too and and she she's like promise me you won't do it again and he's like i promise i won't do it again and i'm just sitting here like liar (laughs) liar you're a liar (laughs) you're lying but then then, because he he kind of follows on with the next sentence and it's well unless you ask me to She's like, that's not gonna happen. Yeah, and then yep. she and then she says, "Bite me." Yep. I even wrote a note and I said, "Why hasn't Grace learned a better comeback than bite me when she's around monsters and vampires all the time? You're tempting fate. What are you doing? Bad Grace. Bad. Let's try and come up with what, what. What would you say instead of bite me? If you knew that bite me was just kind of Fuck invoking, off. <laughs> just straight out there with the profanity. Yeah. Just just a, a fuck off. So we, we say sod off. What? Bugger off. That's so It's so British, though. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think I've heard you, <laughs> you guys, when you say fuck off, it sounds better because you're like, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which is, it's just not like, like football hooligans. It's like, fuck off. Oof. <laughs> There's so much air oof. in the off. <laughs> oof. <laughs> yeah, and also you can kind of like spice it up a little bit and go to oh, fuck right off of that. <laughs> uh, the all- Good morning and the all- welcome to the podcast with Amber and Starla. Profanity <laughs> edition. Profanity edition. You get eggplants. You get testicle toes. Just like put parental warning, explicit content, <laughs> just straight off the bat. Well, the episode's going to probably be called Sleepy Sexy Bite Time, so they have to know. <laughs> Here's the thing. We're not saying any- anything worse than what's in the actual books, because they curse in the books, too. See, I, so. I think that a later note of mine would make a better title, because <laughs> I remember writing it and getting very happy that I came up with it. I think I know which one it is, but I don't want to spoil it till we get to that point. So just point it out when we get there, because I'm I'm 90% sure I know. All right. Okay. So we learn that, um, first of all, I think that it's adorable that Hudson is passed out beside Grace's bed on the floor. That's, I don't know, just something about that, like, that that scene. It's... It's, he's a gentleman. He could absolutely... He can't do anything to her. Like, he's not real. So he could just sleep in the bed. But yeah. he's still being a gentleman and sleeping on the floor. But he's staying close. He's staying... With right. a, 
with a pink sh- pink pink pillow too. Yeah. So and then he says, hey, don't judge me for slim pickings. <laughs> he could make up whatever pillow he wanted. He literally invented an apple or a ball or whatever he was, like, throwing it in the air. And books. He can make an invisible, yeah, he can make invisible, like, iPods in his hand. Like, why is, why is he choosing a pillow that she had in her room? Yeah. Like, is that pillow actually on the floor? <laughs> I, and is it floating Joke. around? Yeah. Like, if he's moving it, is... Oh, watching a pillow fight between them would be adorable. Just just a floating pillow. A floating pillow and her hitting an invisible area. <laughs> and then feathers just going everywhere. And clinging to him so that you just see this weird, like, silhouette, a feathery, a feathery apparition. The chicken whisper. The chicken whisper. <laughs> <laughs> Watch last week's episode for context. Um, so Macy is freaking out. She's like, oh my God, wake up. And Hudson's like, will you shut her up? I, I thought that Grace was like slowly turning to stone again. Oh, because Macy's like, wake up, wake up. Yeah. Like, and then she started like phoning people and it's like, I can't wake her up. She's going gray. (laughs) (laughs) But no, no, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of worse because we find out that the circle has already arrived. It is, what, four or five something in the morning, and they need to be in the auditorium in their full dress gowns before school starts. It, like They need to be there at like 6.30 in the morning, which, fuck that. Like, um, you know, <laughs> no, they're not, yep. not for yep. me. And not only that, uh, we discover that the robes are not only purple, they are Barney the Dinosaur purple which makes i think my thing even later much better okay so i i was right about the thing and i know which one it is <laughs> yeah they're bright purple which you know my my school colors were navy and gold which was bleh. so i would much prefer to have the black and purple uniforms over navy and gold um but I can see how an entire auditorium of people dressed in purple would be a little bit yeah. off-putting. But speaking of clothes, um, <laughs> apparently e- either either Hudson or Grace have decided to portray Hudson without a shirt on. While he's and, sleeping, yeah. Yeah, and she comes to this like internal debate as to whether it could be her or could be him that made the choice to like appear without a shirt on. And he's like, oh, I'll... I'll leave that up to you. (laughs) Always like being cheeky. He's like, I'm not even going to tell you whether I decided to be like this or you decided that. Because that could then open up a can of worms as to, okay, okay, if I have control over what he's wearing, I could have some fun here. She could make him wear anything. But she doesn't. Is it a, was it a fever dream that he was in flannel pajama pants and no shirt? Or is that just, is that me Imagine. You're envisioning your that's your fantasy, apparently. <laughs> well, I've, I'm pretty sure that she mentioned that he was in, like, because I like to, I sh- I to should... everybody to everybody who is not British, listening to anything be made out of flannel is hilarious. <laughs> like, just imagine from a British point of view, we we, we went to Bath and Body Works, and there was a candle called flannel. It was a flannel-scented candle. And I said, 
Why did they make wash rags when scented candles? <laughs> it's so weird. So I can't even imagine what flannel flannel pajamas <laughs> like plaid, just... like fu- like fuzzy plaid um, pajama pants. Oh, not like you know those toweling robes. <laughs> no, it's like it's like um, f- like fleece. Yeah. Like fleece pajamas. So do you pants. have the say? Do you have the saying wet flannel? No, flannel oh, you're is such a wet. Like you're such a wet flannel. No. Oh yeah, like a wet flannel is like it has no substance to it. Like if you picked it up, it it doesn't hold its own integrity. It just goes, bleh, bleh, bleh. and it's drippy and sobby and yeah. If you say someone is a wet flannel, it's that they have no integrity. They they are just a blob. No, we, I mean, we have, like, the term wet blanket, but that's, like, more of a, like, you're a party pooper. You wet your bed? Oh, <laughs> not you wet the bed. No, it's, a, like, you're a party pooper. I quit being such uh, a wet blanket. Like, you're extinguishing, uh, like, the fun. Oh! Yeah, no, I didn't get that reference at all. I just thought of, like, you're a little crybaby because you pee your bed. <laughs> no, it's like, yeah, it's like you're smothering, you're smothering the flames of fun. Idioms aside, idioms um, aside, back to so, uh, back to our idiots <laughs> and not our idioms because Grace is an idiot in this freaking episode. Oh my god! Yeah, I I love the first bit where she's like actually having a joke and a laugh around with Macy, where like Hudson isn't kind of part of that conversation, and then um, there's a bit where Grace starts to panic because she hears that everybody's going to be wearing ceremonial robes to this assembly. And um, she starts, like, getting really anxious because it sounds a bit too close to human sacrifice. And she's like, starts relaying all of the things, saying that nobody has a right to judge unless they've had, like, talons through the arm, dislocated shoulder, concussion, gaping wounds on the wrists and ankles from clawing their way out of shackles, on an altar, surrounded by blood, in the dark, whilst drugged, followed by Macy's go, well, who hasn't, really? <laughs> Damn, Macy. Yeah. Macy's I, I just love the like I just loved the fact that like Macy could kind of bring her back from that like almost starting to panic. Yeah. And like, starting to like defend the reasons why she was panicking, and Macy just brings it all back around with just the, the smallest line of humor. And yeah, it makes it makes Grace like belly laugh. And uh yeah, it it was a really like cute scene where a friend kind of hauled her out of the hole that she was digging herself yeah that's that's all yeah. macy does like throughout the whole series is anytime she always inserts humor but she always does it in very quick bursts yeah it's, it's like she's she is intentionally unintentionally funny <laughs> we all have a friend like that yeah you're that friend Ah, thanks. <laughs> it's like sometimes I just I say something and then I start giggling about it and I'm like that really caught me off guard. I didn't mean to say that, but I'm standing by it. <laughs> oh, I, I I am the only one who laughs at my own jokes. I I will be the first to laugh at my own jokes, and I do not care if no one else laughs. And the last, <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. And that's how that's that's a sign of confidence right there. Is if you can laugh at your own jokes even when no one else is laughing, and you just continue <laughs> laughing. And you're not like you become oh, the, I feel you've become the Joker. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> so my next note is bringing back the fact that 
Grace is like, um, like she's never been to an assembly or the auditorium at Catme yet. And I said, like, what is she even doing at the school? She's like never going to class. Uh, whatever classes she does go to, she kind of sits at the back and doesn't really pay attention. Or they sign her out of that class to go on like a weird, like errand trip to go and learn about corners of buildings. And she's also not been to an assembly. I had an assembly every single goddamn week as a kid at school. Oh my god. And because it was like a Christian school as well, they would do the really weird thing at the end of the assembly because they'd light a candle at the beginning. And then at the end of the assembly, they would choose somebody from the audience to go up with the little, like, candle putter after. <laughs> so you could put out the candle so that all of our prayers would go to heaven. And I just okay. remember everybody... Yeah, and I just remember everyone always wanting to be the person to hold the weird, like, candle. You know, like the bell on a stick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, that was the best job. I've... That was the, the most, like, the coveted job was to put the candle out it's like what they do at catholic weddings here uh, our, our <laughs> school i mean we really didn't do anything at school assemblies other than everybody shut the hell up and pay attention i mean i guess i guess it's kind of ritualistic that every morning in america thousands and thousands of children yeah. must all stand at attention face the flag and recite the pledge of allegiance before the school day can which is begin. odd to me odd but then if you heard some of the songs we had to sing at school, um, you'd also be astounded. There is one that is like, the apples are ripe, the plums are red, broad beans are sleeping in the blankety bit. Yeah! It was amazing. That I knew all the words. Yeah, that sounds amazing, Amber. Cauliflower's fluffy <laughs> and cabbage's green. <laughs> I, I, and you know what's funny is all of the Aubergine's all of the British les listeners are probably like, yeah, yeah. I loved that song. That song was the abs. It was it absolutely slapped. Like that song it was slapped. <laughs> Speaking of slapped, that sh that shit slapped. <laughs> Speaking of slapped, um, yep. The the eggplants exploded, and that Aubergine's are purple. They're exploding around me. <laughs> We need I love that song. We need um we need an ASMR to go with the egg, like explosions of eggplants, like a firework eggplant explosion. Yes. Yes, for the um Do it. Catmir Auditorium. Yeah, so this is like different images, different purple images just up on the screen continuously. <laughs> like, like what else could be purple? And then just every now and then there'll just be a wee, wee from, an, from an eggplant. <laughs> <laughs> and then occasionally you can have the like little like songs in the background of children going, it's another harvest festival to be grateful for the food we eat. <laughs> That's it sounds like a cult, Amber. What you're describing it is a weird... It was a cult. Ch British children's primary school was a cult. Strange <laughs> eggplant purple cult. This isn't the first yeah. time that they make fun of these purple uniforms either. I'm in... Um, well, the Bonnie the Dinosaur wasn't <laughs> wasn't enough. No, they... And they're... At, at one point in later books, not really a spoiler, but in at one point in later books, uh, Flint refers to them as looking like a big penis. So, they, oh. yeah, 
So this isn't oh. the only time that they've made fun of these purple uniforms. Well, but good old Tracy liking to find humor in the fact that she chose a quite cool color. Like most uniforms that I have in the UK are usually like burgundy or royal blue. Um, Harry Potter already claimed all this. She had to be. She had to no. pick one that Harry Potter hadn't claimed. <laughs> yeah, it's true. But yeah, m- most most uniforms follow one of the house colors or like a burgundy, so that it's like it it matches everybody's complexion. Like nobody looks particularly terrible in burgundy. I don't know about purple, but aubergine purple is quite the striking color. Yeah. I also don't understand what the point of, except like, I suppose it is a boarding school, so a private school, so therefore they kind of want to have that prestigious air of being at the school. But there's no point wearing a uniform in Alaska. Like Like a uniform specifically is to A mean that everybody has uniformity, literally. Like, no one person is singled out because they couldn't afford, like, nice clothes. You can't spot the poor kid. Everybody is the same. That everybody has the equal level playing field. That everybody has the same clothes, no matter what. But also so that you can identify a school child. So if a school child goes missing, you can say, oh, they were from Norton Hill Secondary School. Because I could recognise the uniform. Um... So you'd be able to identify them or for house colours so that, like, you'd be able to separate the schools. Because our schools are huge. Like, there could be 200 to 300 school children per year and people fight to get in. So I learned about America is that you go to the school that you buy the house in the district for. Yes. Like, you can't choose. Whereas we can choose the schools. So you can choose based on the uniform if you wanted to, but most choose based on the prestigious prestigiousness of the school. So they try and get that that message out using the uniform is that that we're we're Norton Hill students as opposed to Somerville students, um, and you would know because Somerville was rubbish. <laughs> um, and yeah, like there's no reason. Maybe In the middle of Alaska. Maybe it's for the inner species unity. So that Maybe. all the all the species like, but no one there is poor. Yeah, but it might be like, so that all of the different factions aren't completely different unless mm-hmm. out of school hours, and it's it might yeah, be they like, are. why does Jackson get to wear a suit but not the uniform? He never is in the uniform, is he? He's always in his in a in his own outfit. Mm-hmm. They never refer to him being in the uniform. Nope. Mm. What a little special kid. He's he like, is. nah, rules rules don't confine me. <laughs> Gucci it is. We don't even know if he's in like if he has like gu- Gucci it is. We I'd love I'd love to fa- I, I'd love to think of the fact that like, he got his Gucci uniform, but then he bought like a really cheap like embroidered patch of the school you like <laughs> pin it on there like, uh, <laughs> just like ruin the jacket <laughs> mr vega you need to wear the approved school uniform i am <laughs> see yeah he's got it on a sticker that says hello my name is jackson 
<laughs> a Gucci suit, like a solid Gucci suit. I mean, we're talking about like 30K minimum for like a solid mm-hmm. Gucci no suit. No one is poor there. No one. No. And ja- like, I mean, Jackson even, definitely isn't. Like we even find out that um, one of the students' enrollment is being paid for by Jackson's parents at some point. Like it's Mackay's. not uh, for- it's not a free school. It's a paid school. So there's no reason for uniform to, like, blanket cover everybody, everybody's back. I don't know. They want it to we feel more British. A, we seems, we went off on a tangent there. Yeah. They wanted to make it feel British. Have the school in the UK. Why are you be sending them to Alaska for? Send them to the Highlands in Scotland where there is nothing. There might be one. There there's, are puffins. Um, there's no wolves, so people would immediately notice the fact that there are wolves. <laughs> and, and not uh, to mention the to, dragons. You could have gone to one of, like, the islands uh, uh, above Scotland, where, like, there's literally a one guy in a house just, like, I have to take the boat every day <laughs> to go to the supermarket. <laughs> there's more than one paranormal school, though, so maybe maybe there is one. Maybe this is yeah. Maybe all the schools have their own uniforms, and that's why they all have uniforms. Maybe there is Tracy. Tracy, if if you want to write a book about England having one, then I will absolutely put you up for your research trip. And you can eat toad in the hole, and scotch eggs, oh. and what um um twiglets. Um, oh no, you don't um, want the twiglets. They taste like cat crumb, crumpets, and um. I've forgotten everything British. Jaffa cakes, <laughs> Battenberg cake, all the things. And you can meet my corgi. We're very British here. <laughs> you can have a good old British time. And you can ask my husband for Hudson lines. And he's such he a ham, you don't even got to pay him. He'll just do it. Yeah. <laughs> he's such a ham. What is that thing? <laughs> ham and eggplant. <laughs> So Macy's trying to to get Grace to sit up in the front row because she's like, I want a good seat for this shit show. And I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. oh, yes, let's sit in the front row near these powerful people who literally uh want to kill you. That's that's smart. And it's not even that it's not even that she's oblivious. She literally said at the same time as Hudson that morning that the reason why they were attending this like assembly was because they wanted to have a good look at her. Yeah. And it was the reason because she was like the first gargoyle born in a thousand years. So she already knows. Grace Macy already knows that they want to get a good look at Grace. So why would you put your friend in the firing line? <laughs> yeah. Let's sit right up front. No. Um, yeah, like, Grace walks into the room and she says that the whole room, there's like a thousand eggplants exploded, which I went, ooh with the eggplant emoji. And, um, and then she immediately wanted to share the joke with Hudson, even though Macy is, like, right there. And I was like, ugh, you are so infatuated with him and you don't know. Like, it wasn't even that he would have heard that joke. He is in your head. He would have known it, but she immediately wanted to turn around and share that joke with him. And that is... And see his reaction it, to it. That is, the, that is the epitome of joy and love and friendship. Uh, it's because you don't just want to enjoy your own joke. You want to see somebody else and share it with them. 
And uh, yeah, she realizes that he's not there and he's just hiding out, which I don't know why he's hiding out. I don't know what, like, uh, I don't know why he was gone. He's hiding out up until he realizes that she's about to be a huge idiot and go all the way Sit to right the front. Yeah. And he's just like, no. But that's not like, the problem is, right? I think that had he been corporeal, like stood next to her whether it was in her mind or not and he said let's go sit somewhere else she would have but because he wasn't there she immediately felt alone and would have followed macy because she would want to have a support circle she would want to sit with someone but he left yeah stupid man typical (laughs) (laughs) so yeah he um he controls her body and leads um leads us away and she goes oh hell no and um actually like takes him away from the auditorium and unleashes a torrent of rage at him which is amazing um and uh, i said epic slam down barney the consentosaurus rex and i just start giggling for ages about my own little comment there. <laughs> um but she's like you you cannot take control of my body and then tell me that I shouldn't freak out because of it. You literally took away my trust. You took away my, like, own, like, willpower. You took away my own free will because you didn't want me to sit somewhere. Like, that is a bit of an escalation. And, uh, yeah, she's like, I had it up to here with these people. I turned up at this weird fucking school because your girlfriend decided that she didn't want you dead anymore. So she did this, 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 and my parents died. She she went a little bit crazy, and it was great. I've never been more annoyed at her just thinking about him standing there all (laughs) wide-eyed while she's having an absolute... An invisible... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, invisible. No one can see him. They only see her s- just screaming, prodding him in the chest. Like if you if you were worried that people were staring at you, they are now. They definitely are now. Yeah, yeah. And it's like a, he tries to defend himself and goes, "No, you don't talk now." And I'm like, "That's so dismissive." <laughs> but I might use that line one day. <laughs> like, no, 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 you no talkie, no talkie talkie. You listen. I have the talking stick. <laughs> <laughs> he he yeah. gently so tried she, to take the yeah. talking stick and she just jerked it aggressively back. Like, no. Yeah, you don't talk now. My talkie talkie. <laughs> yeah, so they, they eventually go in and sit back down. And Grace does understand that she was an idiot, that she needed to go sit somewhere else, a bit of away from the crowd. She does choose a very intelligent spot as well. And he thanks her for it. Um, he's like, oh, thank, thank, thank you. And it's because he wants to be safe. Um, he did it the wrong way. Like he should not have taken control of her body, but there were so many other ways of him kind of convincing her that sitting up front was not the way to go. Which made me think that he disappeared in order to gather strength to be able to do that. She also, she was not like willing to listen. Like that's one of those no, things. No, not at all. If someone is about to do something that could kill them. And they're, they are, you know, maybe they're, I don't know, I'm just trying to think of like the, they're, they're playing with a gun and they're like, oh, this looks, no, don't mm-hmm. even worry. You know, it's the safety's on. Like, 
if you have the ability to rip it out of their hands to keep them from shooting themselves or someone else, you would probably do that, right? Like you would disarm them. Yeah. And I almost saw it the same way where it wasn't necessarily an issue of consent because he only took her and basically, it would have been the same as if he grabbed her hand and tugged her out of like the line of fire when she's about to do something dangerous. So at the same time, I'm like, "Mm, I don't feel like, I feel like she blew that out of proportion. She did, but at the same time, I think that Hudson did need to have that from her because, not not because he would keep doing it, but because he realized that she had fire. Yeah. That actually, with a bit of pepper, she could actually do a lot of, lot of stuff, that she actually had a backbone, that she could stand up for herself. I mean, it was a very long time coming. Like, she, at any point, she could have told him to fuck off, but she didn't. Um like, she just kept taking and taking and taking. And all of a sudden, she's like, no, no, no. You violated my privacy and trust now. And it's like, um, what about all of the other times that... She was already anxious. Said- it was like, you know. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I, I feel like that moment was when Hudson started to see that Grace could be fine without him. Whereas, like, up until this point, like, not, like, the, 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 the time period during the gargoyleness, we have no idea whether she ever got to that point where she told him no. Um, but in these last two weeks, she's been sarcastic and stuff like this, but she's, she's never actually told him outright, stop. Um, so yeah, maybe, maybe it was a good time for him to realize, like, actually, she exists on her own merit. Like, she can tell me no and she can defend herself, even though it was a bit of an over. Yeah. And he stayed quiet over and apologized, sip. too. Yeah. Like, and, and, like, Hudson, Hudson is, it, d- despite the fact that he kind of did a bit of a, it, it was an oversight of privacy and, like, like consent like literally taking control of somebody else's body like when she had already expressed just how much she didn't like waking up in somebody else's blood and things like that i think that he should have known that that would have been quite traumatic for someone um but i've forgotten forgot what i was even saying what was i saying <laughs> what was i saying help me he uh 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 uh, consent. consent 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 um yeah so he is he has been following consent this whole time like she said stop when he went to go and like drag his teeth across her and he went okay i will never do that again and he doesn't he never does it without her asking ever yeah um he always listens to grace and i feel like she what is the word you know when you feel something about yourself or about somebody else, but instead of taking it out on the person that it is meant for, you deflect it onto somebody else? Yeah. I feel like she needs to say that about Jackson, because if anybody removes consent or or uh, something that she doesn't want to do, he makes her do it anyway, he never actually listens to her, I feel like that conversation should have been something that she had with Jackson. And she didn't. Her anxiety got to a point where she needed to let go. She needed to get rid of it all. But Hudson's the only person that's there. And it I mean, all came yeah, out. Yeah. 
I mean, I, it happens to me all the time. You know, like I snap. We've we've recorded two episodes today, and we covered some pretty big chunks of this book. And I was like, I was thinking, man, I really enjoy these chapters. And I just realized, is the reason I enjoyed these chapters more because Jackson wasn't in them? <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> he Jackson has yeah. not been in the last two episodes. I also think it's really funny that the, in this um, this chapter, um, Grace texts texts Jackson and says like she's sitting near the back, she has a headache, and he's like, "Do you need anything?" She's like, "No," and um, it's like that he's constantly trying to like help her, yeah, but doing it really lackluster. But then they find out that he's backstage for something. He never comes out. <laughs> no. Even during what was, this, what was, what was the thing that they were going to make him do? And did they decide to just not do it? Is he just stood behind the curtain, like they, in they the wings, him. just waiting, <laughs> and waiting? And they were like just so like engrossed with what they were doing that they forgot that he was there. And they went right, bye bye, everybody. And he's just there, like, oh, <laughs> he's the little, he's the little forgotten <laughs> child. Because <laughs> they spent a whole lot of time talking about how talking about Hudson. During yep. the assembly. I, think, I, I just thought it was really funny and it's only just occurred to me that like, yeah, she texts him and he says that he's backstage because they want him like to do like some part of the like announcement using him, like touting him around as the prince. <laughs> and then they he never, never gets so brought <laughs> they never brought him out. <laughs> Sat there like, oh <laughs> <laughs> He really he is he is not the favorite child. Like I mean, we, we he's the understudy. <laughs> we really we talk about poor Hudson, but at the same time, Jackson he takes some he takes some shit too. So <laughs> anyway. he just like least like he's this sat on the sidelines. He's been benched. Like. <laughs> oh, they're his... like, don't worry, you'll you will play, you will play, you will go out on the field. Don't worry. And he's like. <gasps> Every time somebody gets injured, like, is it my go now? <laughs> and then, and then, then they go, right, good game, everybody. The whistle blows. And he's like, oh. <laughs> oh, no. Poor Jackson. Oh, God. Yeah. And then they start. <laughs> we've got we've got our first introduction to Delilah and Cyrus. Yep. And, um, and she, like Grace is more observant than she's been in these past two books. She's very attentive in this moment. <laughs> yeah, she's like missed vampires and werewolves, hasn't noticed that anything supernatural is going on in the school. People trying to kill for her. Ages. And then all of a sudden she's in an assembly and she's like, wow, you can tell just by his eyes that he's a narcissist. And I'm like, whoa, where did this insight come from, Grace? <laughs> Yeah, where are these mad abilities yeah. at when uh, yeah. when they're necessary? Like when you're drinking tea yeah. from Leah. And she's like starting to like compare their body types. And she's like, okay, so Hudson gets his eyes from her, uh, like from Cyrus. Jackson gets his cheekbones from her. And, it's like, and then, then she says, well, I'm guessing her name isn't Delilah for nothing. And I went, wait, what? What? And I even, and I even Googled it. Delilah means weak or delicate. And I'm so confused. <laughs> Like, did I miss something? Is Delilah like got another connotation that we just don't know about? Maybe it's like the like the opposite, like like if it means oh, like we, a saccharine sweet, we, like yeah, 
I think so. I don't know, because all I had in my head was the Plain White Tees song, just <laughs> on a repeat. Oh, man, you want to hear something super cringy speaking of that? And I only I only think of it frequently because that song is on, like, a looped playlist that plays at our Barnes & Noble. But my, uh, my ex-boyfriend tried to – he learned that song so he could sing it to me, but with my name in it. Except, no, no. except Delilah has three syllables and Starla only has two. So you can did he did did he do it like like a like an intake of breath, which is even more creepy? Like, hey there, Starla. <laughs> Here's the thing: I don't think he practiced it before. I don't think he practiced the singing with it, which he was an awful singer. But I don't think he practiced because I could see it in his eyes as he was approaching the line. It's like sudden that- panic. <laughs> and it wow. was and it was so awkward. And I was, think I think Mark needs to do a rendition of it, but make it even worse. Make it make that note even more I, silent. Like, hey there, Starla. How's it like in New York City? I, I think he just extended the A. I think it was like a Starla. Oh god. Which makes hey it even there, worse. Starla. Man, anybody who inter- He should do like a little stutter. Make it make it more awkward. Hey that's to Starla. Sister. Add a lisp as well for for beautiful rendition. <laughs> the Starla. It's I don't like sudden panic. Like I, I forgot your name, Starla. <laughs> yeah, this, and I I don't feel bad um, making fun of this boyfriend because he was he was abusive. So don't will no, he no e- will he ever will he ever listen to this? Oh, I hope so. I hope that he's just. <laughs> I, I hope that he. Well, no, I don't because that would mean he's a stalker. I was gonna say I I, I hope that. Hey there, sweet Starla. Ew, ew, I don't like that. Ew, I hate, adding I, syllables is even worse. It's it, What I hated was people would always try to, like, ser- insert my name into, like, star-related songs. Like, they would do, like, Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Starla, and... Ew, I had, hey, I'm looking out for my Starla. Ugh, and I had some... Guess I'm stuck in this mad world. I had somebody call me their, their starry-eyed surprise. And I'm like, can you <laughs> can you not do that? Can you? <laughs> wow. That would be, can you imagine if anytime someone like referred to like amber as a color or stone, they were like. Oh, they do. They say, yeah, Ugh. they do. And they also call me traffic light because it's red, amber, green here. Um, I got called Pampers, which was fun. I uh, don't know whether the brand is the brand over there as well. Pampers diapers. Yeah, yeah. Like they called me Pampers. Ugh, I just I hate it. Don't don't use people's names and puns. They'll they'll never find it funny. Nope. That's our lesson of nope. the episode. And the the one thing that is really funny is because neither of our names can be shortened. No, a star. So yeah, that's but that's not something you go by. Yeah, it is. If you if if like, everybody call, everybody calls me star. Other than well, my husband and all yeah. my family calls me Star. The people, the people that you um, trust and believe in don't. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> but yeah, like aren't neither of our names get like shortened. Like, I if I wanted to be known as Am, I would introduce myself as Am. Am. But I don't. I introduce myself as Amber. And Amber. Yeah. When and the minute that anybody refers to me as Am or Ams, ugh, stop. Am. 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 Um, and also with, with with British as well, like we have a lot of silent H's, we, we don't say them as lot. Well. So, so, oh, I was about am sandwich. Am sandwich. <laughs> am, am, hey, you want an am sam? 
<laughs> am am Sammy. Am Salmon. Am Sam. Okay. Anyway. Anywho, anywho, Bloodstone. Bloodstone. We we learn that the Bloodstone is going to be the prize, and and my thing is like, hey, let's give the most powerful Bloodstone to ever exist to children, and. <laughs> And also not say what it does or how it works yeah. or what the limitations of it are. They said that it's the most powerful and and I I, I knew it. It is Hudson's blood. Like I I, I don't I, I had heard that and then when my I reread the book, I didn't catch it during my reread, and then I read it this time and then I caught it. So it is Hudson's blood given to Byron's parents after Byron's mate died which is also kind of weird what a it's like a weird gift yeah it's like if if your if your spouse dies someone gives a gift to your parents what <laughs> like i don't i don't know made un- from like uh, like uh and made from ex- like their dead child of your child <laughs> yeah it's not just made from made from bodily fluids of your dead child yeah very that have been crystallized Odd gift, um, not not a good. I don't, I don't want one. Yeah. If anybody's thinking, like my birthday's coming up, if if anybody's concerned, I do have an Amazon wish list, and a bloodstone is not on it. Too bad. That's what you're getting. I already bought. Damn it! I don't want it. I already bought it. <laughs> I love the little very poorly done emoji. Like <gasps> <laughs> it's the sideways open mouth. <laughs> Colon, uh, colon O. Colon O on this note. Yeah, they touched pinkies. Yeah, Grace, while Cyrus is talking about their dear, their dear son Hudson and like reminiscing, Hudson brings up the fact that they starved him. Um, Mm -hmm. And Grace is like, oh my God, they starved you. And he's like, yeah, it won't kill you, but it's not very comfortable. So she's. She tries to put her hand on his, and he like takes it away. Which that that scene, I feel like a lot of girls could probably take offense to that. Like that would immediately then go, okay, he's not interested in me, or wow, offended that he doesn't want me comfort or he doesn't want to me to touch him or anything. But she actually read a lot into that situation, and he was like, it was almost as if my openness to holding his hand, he he didn't want the openness which is why he then crossed his arms to suggest he'd rather be alone. And it was like, oh, oh that was very astute of you there. Um, where is the old Grace gone? Yeah, she's getting more, she's getting more, um, she's contemplating the actions of others more rather than taking them mm-hmm. at face value, whereas previously she just kind of took everything as she saw it, but now she's, She's taking a moment to stew on things. Yeah, and realize that other people don't necessarily always act or react because of something that she did. They might just be, like, it might just be too much for them or, or whatever. Like, most most girls would have been offended at that. Like, they would have been like, oh, he doesn't want me to touch him. But he, in that moment, just needed, he didn't need, like... He didn't need comfort. yeah. And I've been so annoyed. He needed to know that she, 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 he needed to know that she was there. She knew why he was upset. He knew she knew the situation and the context and everything like that. And she was there. He didn't need to be touched. Yeah. 
I can't imagine that touching is something that he had a lot of as a kid either. So come like 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 for me, touching is a big issue. I don't want to be touched. I don't want to be hugged. I don't want to be mollycoddled. I don't want to be held. Um, I don't seek comfort from other people. I seek comfort with myself. So when I'm going through a particularly anxious episode, I don't want to talk to anybody whatsoever. Whereas other people, when they're going through anxious moments, they need that interaction. They need to feel the silence. And I hate it. We like we don't mix. Go away. <laughs> yeah, my, my husband and I were just talking about this yesterday, how you and I get along well because we've we've discussed the fact that we can both sit in a room and not talk and be okay with that, whereas some mm-hmm. people must fill silence with sounds. And yep. I am content to sit in silence. And I, I've always had people, you know, walk in on me while I'm working in silence. And they're like, why don't you turn on the TV? Why don't you turn on some music? Why don't you do this? I'm like, no, I am content in my head. Yeah. My husband used to come home from work and just immediately say, like, it was really somber. It was really miserable. There was no music playing. It's so quiet in the house. But then he'd start playing really loud rock music. And... I would then immediately not be able to concentrate. And I was like, everything that I was doing has now stopped, is ground to a halt because you're needing to fill the silence. I'm okay with that, but don't expect me to have the same level of productivity or be as content as I was before you came home. And he started kind of feeling like it was him coming home. That was the issue of why I couldn't do things. I'm like, no, you are so fucking loud. It's not you that I'm annoyed at. It's that you need to fill the silence in order to kind of continue. And um, he said he likened it to when he lived on his own and he would come home and all he would be able to hear was the sound of the fridge. And that he, he, it would get like really bad. And so he would start to fill the silence by playing online on Xbox. But he's wearing headphones. He doesn't realize how loud he is when I'm upstairs either trying to work or reading or whatever and I just hear like him shouting profanity at children because that's definitely who he's playing against. Like, <laughs> like let's be honest, Scott, who else is playing at this time? Um, yeah, and he, I don't think he understands. Like, loud, sudden noises put me on edge and even if it is silent up until that point, I can't do anything because I'm waiting for that moment where the big noise comes. Yeah. I think it's people who who grew up in in um, loud, chaotic households. Uh, they either are accustomed to the noise, or they do everything that they can to they repel it. To yeah, to stay away from noise. And you were you were in a in a more like family kumbaya household. Oh, I w- I was in a cult yeah. order house, and so. Um, I always had things around me. And even now, if I walk into an empty room, if I walk into a room that is particularly too tidy, where there is not anything there, I feel immediately anxious because I feel exposed. It's really weird. And I know immediately, like, that's my toxic brain going like, oh, you need things in this room. You need, like, items in this room to make you feel safe. And I need to stop that because I then start hoarding and I look around and I'm like, oh, my God, what a mess. I made this room because I don't like seeing the carpet. I don't like seeing the floor because my brain is like, this isn't what you used to live in. 
it's really weird. Yeah. No, I I get that. And I grew up as an only child where everything was quiet. So I I am comforted by the quiet because I I was born in the quiet. The quiet. <laughs> anyway, I don't know the reference. I, I must have skimmed and missed what what was your what was your Kool-Aid note in reference to? Oh, the the reason why Hudson was punished uh, was because he swapped out Cyrus's blood for with Kool-Aid, Kool-Aid one, one morning and um Cyrus is kind of giggling about it. I'm like surely you would be able to smell the difference. Like as a vampire, you would be able to know like this is food or this is not. Like if somebody gave you a glass of bleach, you'd be like, "Well, this is not water. This is clearly bleach. I can smell the difference." And what's but really he then gets punished for a month. What's really sad is that's such an innocent prank because I'm assuming oh, yeah. that they can digest Kool-Aid. They can digest tea. Kool-Aid is just like a little bit of powder that you add to water. So surely they can. Also, isn't Kool-Aid like quite see-through? Yeah, but if they're in, if he's drinking, I'm thinking like, okay, he's bougie. So maybe he's drinking it out of like one of those fancy like thermos type A fancy thermos? Yeah, like a cool, like cool guy. Like businessman, no, I'm imagining thermos. him drinking out of like a port glass, <laughs> just tall, or a brandy glass, like just spinning it around. Also, do you reckon he had it like pre warmed up? Because warm Kool Aid sounds even worse. Ew. Kool Aid. Most people make their Kool Aid warm, and then they put also Kool Aid is disgusting. Oh yeah, we made just putting the just putting that out there. We didn't make. We made grape Kool-Aid, right? Yeah, we made grape Kool-Aid. Yep. And I it I just threw it away. It's been out in my garage. <laughs> this whole time. I just dumped it. Yeah, out. I had a, I had one glass and I forced myself to drink it all. And it guys, why are you drinking mouthwash? It it just it just tastes like sugar water. Because it's, it's like re- it tastes really medicinal. It's cheap. It's really weird because it's artificial flavoring. You guys don't have as much of it oh. there. It's it, there are a lot of flavors that are banned there because they're completely fake. Well, we d- we don't also don't have grape flavor anything. Yeah. Well, because you ours is black currant. You have to engineer grape flavoring through all kinds. Of... <laughs> because grape grape doesn't taste of anything. It's like having cucumber flavored things. <laughs> it just tastes like water. I like all of that though. I like cucumber water too, but. Anyway, so um, basically the assembly lets out and uh, Cyrus says that he wants Grace to come to the front to meet them formally as the auditorium is clearing, which is even scarier because that means that it'll just be her and Finn and the circle and, and maybe Jackson if he's still behind the curtain just like. Um, but Hudson's like, no, just leave. Let's just go. Um, so yeah, she decides to slip out and leave. Yeah, I think it's really funny that she's like literally making the, like the, the decision to leave without them seeing her, which is really funny because not only she knows or Cyrus knows that she actively made the decision to not come. But to Cyrus, she might not have even been present at that assembly. Like She could have got away with the fact that, like, oh, I wasn't there, I was ill, or I was away, like, blah, blah, blah. But the entire audience also knows that she went directly against the Vampire King. 
Yeah, yeah. And and I just that look like where they make that eye contact or eye contact and he just kind of does that like suit yourself look. That that's yep. that's the start of the, the grace defiance against. I like to th- I like to think that you know the um the Sasquatch video where it's just walking and then all of a sudden it looks at the camera and pauses for a bit. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you saw me. <laughs> I like to think that that's what Grace was walking out. With she's still in the in the pose, like in the walking pose, all spread out, <laughs> and and she just yeah. looks over and freezes. Oh, it's like walking like a gorilla. It's like duh, 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 glance. It'd be even funnier if they made if she made the eye contact and then she just like pulls her robe tightly around her and scuttles away really fast. <laughs> He's like, so. I wasn't there, I promise. It wasn't me. <laughs> you didn't see anything. <laughs> well It's like a child, a child like with chocolate all the way around the mouth and they're like, Did you eat the chocolate? And they go, No. No. <laughs> it wasn't me. <laughs> I don't I don't have anything in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> or with a dog, you're like, what do you have? And they just sit there like oh. What are you eating? And they're like, gulp, 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 gulp. <laughs> Eat it faster. <laughs> yeah. So. God, dogs. We have already talked about our spoiler, so no real spoilers. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know why I put it in the spoiler section, if I'm honest anyway, because it didn't really say it. It was just that he, uh, Hudson, pushes and challenges Grace. And he knew that he did wrong the moment that she lost. She lost it. He listened, apologized. And then never, ever did it again. And he didn't call her out for over, like, over act, overreacting either, really. So No. He, he didn't gaslight her and be like, no, you're just, you're being crazy right now. Or like, whoa, to like, cool it down a notch. Like, he just was like, okay, like, I, I never meant to do that. I'm really sorry. Yeah. So. All right, guys. Uh, thanks so much for listening. Let's see. Our ASMRs um, should be, by the time this airs, your next episode will be, hopefully, the Lou Dares episode. That will be this upcoming Sunday, which is also my hubby's birthday. Um, So I'm going to try to get that done, but this one is taking a lot of time. You can only access our ASMRs via our YouTube channel, which if you search Crave the Book Podcast on YouTube, make sure that you subscribe because it helps us a lot. But it also gains you access to the ASMRs that are not available through any of our other podcast apps. I also wanted to mention that we have been approved for Samsung Podcasts, and we are. I'm currently contacting Pandora and going back and forth with them to get approved because we have been waiting since August to be approved by Pandora. And I think they forgot about us. So I'm bugging them. Um, so we <laughs> might be on there now. Apple podcasts, we are not because I don't have an Apple ID. And you have to have an Apple ID. I think I have one. Or at least Scott has one. Well, maybe we'll figure that one out then. You, I, yeah, okay. You can log into Podbean and just go click through the pod bean is the best name ever pod bean pod bean pod bean bean pod pod bean all right guys <laughs> thanks so much for listening and we will see you next week Bye bye